Garfiri Japan. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Faded Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm your other host, Jeremy Deschner. That's right. And as you fine folks know, Got Faded Japan is about two dudes. Booze. Japan and the motherfucking news. That's right. And faders, this is episode number 613, and it is early. Early in the morning. It is like what 10:30 in the morning. Holy smokes. We we never do a show before noon. That's the rule because we usually drink on this show. And um actually, unfortunately, I'm drinking. Are you drinking? I'm drinking orange juice. I'm drinking coffee. This is ridiculous. Where's the booze? Oh my god, this is nuts. This is gonna be a crazy show, a crazily funny and entertaining show, actually. Leaders. It is my great honor to welcome to the show a brilliantly talented stand-up comedian who has been rocking the mic like Jimi Hendrix playing the guitar. A comedian whose videos on YouTube have been crushing the internet like wildfire. A comedian who needs no introduction, but I'm giving her an introduction anyway. Yumi Nagashima, welcome to Cafe to Japan. Yay! Oh my God. And the rest of the world, and Johnny and Jeremy, thank you so much for having me. Wow, it's our pleasure. It's our honor. Actually, we're like, I'm sweating. I usually never get nervous having a guest on the show. We've had, <laughs> we've had so many guests on the show over the years. And like right now, I'm like, uh, uh, hi, Mrs. Nagashima-san. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the introduction. Oh, that's fantastic. You are the only one that gets that introduction. When I introduce myself, I'm like, I'm Johnny. That's Jeremy. That's it. (laughs) You get the good introduction (laughs) and you deserve it. (laughs) Oh, man. So um, we are super fans. We are mega fans. We are so happy that you're on the show. We've got so many questions, if you don't mind. Um, And I think I'm just going to kick off with the first question. Is that cool? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> Nobody says no when I ask that question. No one, <laughs> one person was probably like, oh, God, questions. All right. Um, Yumi, you are mm-hmm. an amazingly talented stand-up comedian. Um, you were born in Tokyo, and now you live in Canada, and you've been rocking the mic all over the place. How mm-hmm. did your career in comedy begin in Tokyo? Oh, it didn't start in Tokyo. Mm. I studied stand-up comedy in in Vancouver 2015 after I moved here. Wow. So did you move to Vancouver to study English? And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, I'm speaking English. This is awesome. And I'm funny. This is even more awesome. And I got a microphone in my hand. What? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it's like I wanted to live somewhere like outside Japan for a change, you know. And then、yeah. like I picked Canada because they had like awesome like working holiday visa program. And then like I worked as a sushi restaurant waitress for a year. And then like I think I like this country and then I want to live here. And then yeah. Okay,、uh, my question to you is:、um, once you once you started living in Canada, did you find it difficult to live there as a as a non-native English speaker, or did you find it just really easy? Did you jump in? And then, what was that first moment where you're like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna get on stage and tell jokes." Oh, okay. I would say I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't say it was easy transition because、um, culture is very different. I definitely had to be more like assertive. And like more like, I have to be aware of my opinions, and、um, yeah, the I had overall like I became stronger, and、um, yeah, as for the、um, first time performing comedy, I was dating a stand-up comedian from、mm-hmm. Vancouver. And then for the our second date, he brought me to the comedy show he was headlining, and that was my first time watching stand-up comedy show live ever. And then I was like, "What is this like crazy fun art? Like just one performer and one microphone, and then you can entertain people for like forty, forty-five minutes and." And then I want to try this. That's what I thought. And then the owner of the venue asked me, like, "Hey, like I've never seen a Japanese lady、uh, doing stand-up comedy here in Vancouver. Would you like to give it a try?" And、mm-hmm. then two weeks later, that was my first set ever. Two thousand fifteen, October twentieth. Wow! It's almost the anniversary. <laughs> yes, it is. <clears throat> Wow,、uh, were you ever a big fan of comedy when you're in Japan? Because Japan has a huge comedy scene. It's very different than、uh, the West, but、mm-hmm. uh, here, like in Japan, there's just so many amazing comedians, and and it's very different. Yes, I would say like now that I think of it, definitely comedy was part of my life. Even like back in Japan, like my dad is funny, my mom is goofy, and then I am like a huge fan of downtown. Oh, oh, downtown. <laughs> downtown. Yeah.、Uh, I'm more of a Ken Shimura fan, but、uh, you know. <laughs> yes, I feel you totally, Johnny. Yeah.、Uh, a god. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. In Japan, the comedy here is very different. Like it's more hands-on. Like people have like、uh, more like catchphrases. Kind of like almost like Ryan、mm-hmm. Gosling. Now that I think about it, like there's the Nande Deo, Nande Deo. There's like that one, and then before that, there's the Gets, the guy that would just go around and be like Gets, like that. What was Gets? Nobody even knew, but it was funny, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That's a cool observation. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been here for a while. So is Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So I wanted to ask another question. Like, when you take a stand-up, have you ever brought it back to Japan and tried to introduce like a, your show that you do in English in Japanese? Because I know in Japan, like you have manzai, and you have like you know people just doing like a kombi where there's two guys who just 
scream at each other basically but um have you ever taken your show translated it back into japanese and then brought it over to a japanese audience oh good question um i have performed my set in japanese only once in vancouver mm. and then there was i was performing at a cafe and then i was doing just um there was a dishwasher girl from japan and then i wanted to make her laugh so i did it in japanese and then it was like she she laughed so i guess it it would work right then, like, you know like all the other audience was like hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting because the the subject matter some of your subject matter is really 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 juicy i like it like uh it's like a no holds barred, right? Like you have some really good videos out there with like millions and millions of views. People mm. love it. Um, does do you Thank think you. that translates over to to the Japanese market, or or is that specifically for those uh, guys up in Vancouver? Um, I think um, I want to believe Japanese people are like becoming more open mm -hmm. to you know those um, what's the word? Hmm like glass ceilings of like you know like what we should not talk about in public and stuff right. yeah mm -hmm. yeah 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 i think that i think the country has it was since for the last 20 years that i've been here it has become more slightly more progressive that's definitely true the, the newer generations i think are more open to uh uh different ideas and perspectives regarding entertainment and music like uh, when i first came here korea korea dramas were popular but now other parts of like korean culture is like very popular in japan especially k-pop and um yeah. yeah i think uh different kinds of food have become more interesting here in japan and stuff and i think just just movies in general like when i talk to people they're interested in like french movies and stuff before it was just like american hollywood movies and japanese movies but now i think it's opened up quite a bit and i think actually now that i think about it i think youtube and netflix have definitely been um, the uh, spearheading that movement of just like for a bit because especially in the last like two years everybody's inside and what are they doing Netflix and chill more Netflix than chill though actually <laughs> YouTube and chill maybe I don't know I I just stay home alone <laughs> but yeah I think it's so true like YouTube and Netflix has like less censorship and more like they you know like the creator can be authentic to their own messages and i think yeah johnny is super right that like that helped people to become more like you know see the truth understanding open-minded mm -hmm. stuff pushing the, the culture forward uh, globally actually not just japan i think globally i, I think yeah maybe maybe netflix is saving the world <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Netflix. <laughs> yeah, I'm so grateful for Netflix. Oh yeah, it's great. So that leads me to my next question. What about hmm. what about your um? Do you have a stand-up special coming up or anything like that? Have you talked to anybody about movies, TV? What's going on in your in your uh, professional life? Oh yes, thank you so much for asking. Like, definitely one of my goals in the next few years to have Netflix special. Nice. So oh, wow. like I yes, I am really like if I have when I have the opportunity, I want it to be like 
like really you know potent juicy unique authentic like really good 30 minutes special so like i'm like really cultivating the set yeah cool cool, cool. Oh, awesome. so who do you who do you think is influencing you like in your comedy do you think the other performers are, are around you and they kind of influence you or do you think you have a completely mm-hmm. unique way of doing things let me let me know what you think oh yeah definitely like all the performers who do stand up comedy ha give give me like inspiration like cool. of like because like each person has a different way to express their reality and it's like always you know like sometimes like really surprising and sometimes like shocking sometimes very like relatable and it's like yeah very uh yeah i get influenced by anybody that's awesome oh okay awesome um, I've got a question regarding your the films. Um, you have you're no stranger to movies. You've been on I think what four movies now. You were in Indigo, Two uh, B R O Two B, and uh, my favorite uh, Dark Harvest. Now my first question regarding my first question regarding Dark Harvest. Did yeah. you get to hang out with Cheech? Oh, I didn't get to see Cheech. Oh, what? I know. You get to hang out with Cheech. I've met Cheech before. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I met him when I was in college. <laughs> we hung out for five minutes. <laughs> How was he? What did you guys talk? Okay, all right. Here's the story. Um, back in the day, a long, long time ago, before anybody was born, I lived in San Francisco. And when I lived in San Francisco at that time, there's a very famous show called Nash Bridges with Don Johnson and Cheech Marin. Okay, and uh, they would film the show all over San Francisco. And my dormitory was like an old, old, old apartment building in the Tender Knob, which is a very dangerous part of Tokyo back then, or Tokyo. <laughs> I've been living in Japan way too long. Uh, a dangerous part of San Francisco back then. So all of a sudden, I come to my dormitory one day and the whole street's blocked off and there's all these trucks there and i'm like what the heck is going on and the people there they're like oh they're filming nash bridges and i was like oh my god i ran inside and i told everybody in the dormitory all my friends i was like dude nash bridges is happening outside and that means cheech marin is going to be here so me and like 15 guys got together and we're just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting three or four hours later a car pulls up and cheech comes out and cheech is like hey what's happening everybody and we're like cheech oh my god and we're hanging out with cheech and cheech is like you guys are fucking art students that's a bunch of bullshit but i like it we're like oh my god cheech oh that's so awesome and he's like hey do you guys want to take a photo and we're like well yeah let's take a photo so we all got together and we took a photo with me and like all my roommates and friends and stuff and it was so cool and cheech was hanging out and bullshitting with us and we're asking questions about like everything everything you can imagine we asked him a question and stuff and he took all the time he's just like oh he, he was just so awesome he was so awesome then don johnson showed up and he's like all right let's do the fucking shot you kids get the fuck out of here we're like bye don johnson and that was it <laughs> oh, yeah Still got I, the love photo. I love the story that's Thanks, like yeah. you you waited for a long 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 time and that's he, pure pure love i know and he took the time to hang out with us same thing with you you know you're, you're here hanging out with us too this this is my other 15 minutes that was my first 15 minutes this is number two thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay so let me ask you a question about like um your colleagues that are around you like um what's the what's the um what's the comedy scene like in vancouver and in canada like 
Have you traveled around all of Canada? Have you been to Montreal, Van, uh, t- uh, Toronto, uh, Manitoba, the UFO capital of Canada? Oh, <laughs> wow. Wait, what? Okay. Yeah, I've been to Montreal like 2019 July, like my first time joining Just for Laughs. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh my gosh, it was like such a, an amazing experience like it was crazy like um i went to see roast battle and yeah and then like entertainment value was crazy and then like when i was walking street i saw like neil brennan Mm -hmm. like Ah. like casually eating like ice cream like (laughs) on the streets and i'm like oh my gosh yeah yeah and then like yeah i saw lots of like um, yeah great performance and yeah it was great and um winnipeg oh yeah my favorite place to um you know to comedy festival like they are very special and um toronto is like yeah i like toronto when i go there like i feel like comedians are more like you know like like hard hitting. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Go Yeah. Yeah. Vancouver is more like we enjoy coffee. Like vibe wise, more like you know softer. But like Toronto yeah. is like focus, focus. That's more like my image of like Boston in the U.S. Like Boston uh-huh. uh, comedy scene is probably like Toronto. Neil Brennan, he comes to Tokyo all the time before COVID. I used to I used to um, see him performing here in a small little place called Good Heavens that we used to hang out, where me and Johnny oh, used to hang I out did, sometimes. I did Good Heavens. Mm-hmm. You did? Oh, you know, yes. you know Paul? Yeah, you know Paul? Yes. Good Paul. Okay, sometimes sometimes I'm, I, I do security work for the com- the comedians that come over. And mm-hmm. when Neil comes over, I, I was his bodyguard. And then uh, Aziz, he came over. I was his bodyguard. And, you know, a couple Doug of other Hope. shows. Drop that name, Doug Stanhope. <laughs> yeah, Doug Stanhope was another one. Yeah. Love Doug. Love you, Doug. <laughs> He's a fan. <laughs> That's awesome. So, well, that answers one of my questions. So you have been in Japan and done comedy here in English. Yes, I have. Yeah. Wow. Is there a big difference between the scene in Tokyo compared to the scene in Vancouver? Because Vancouver is very international. It's a very, very international city. But then again, the, the comedy scene in Tokyo, of course, is very international as well. Mm. Yes. Um, obviously, like on some of the references I had to change when I performed in Tokyo. But... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I do feel like, you know, in Vancouver, they do enjoy comedy, but it's they're more like laid back and then they're like, okay, like, show me what you got, kind of like attitude. Yeah, but in Tokyo, like, I did feel like more like appreciation, kind of like almost like the respect. To the comedians, yeah. Okay. Yes. What's the creepy level like? So you get a bunch of guys in Canada, like, oh, pretty Japanese girl, I want to go talk to her. I mean, what's the creep level like over there? I mean, I'm, I imagine it's a, it's pretty bad. 
Wait, you mean like in a level of oh, one through ten? Yeah. I mean like. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm talking level one through Tom. <laughs> no, don't throw him under the bus. One through oh, ten. One kidding. through ten. We love that guy. Yeah. We love that guy. He's awesome. He's um, a, he's yeah. MI. He's our other co-host. Yeah. Okay, so I I think it's a blessing that I don't know him yet. <laughs> uh, we're not going to talk about Esther's show. <laughs> yeah. We had Esther Koo on for a while. And right. uh, yeah, that, that was interesting. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I no, it, it was a, it was a great show. It's very entertaining. We got millions of downloads. It was insane. Uh, but yeah, it's, Tom showed up and uh, we ran a little late. So he decided to drink a six pack for the show, which was a bad idea because during the show he was doing shots. And um, some of the things he said made sense, I think. Yeah. Right. Well, when he yeah, he's he's hilarious though. I like I love it when he gets drunk and tries to tries to pretend like he's not drunk, and and it's so cool that he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fun for you. <laughs> for you it's, it's a get for all the faders out there. They're like, we love it, but Johnny's the one that's got to clean up the mess. <laughs> I'm the janitor of the show. Very true. All oh the editing. God. I have so much respect to janitors. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Likewise. Likewise. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I've got a million questions. And my next question is um, Montreal. All the American comedians like on their podcasts and stuff always talk about Montreal. They're like, oh, the Montreal scene, the Montreal comedy. Was it the comedy festival and stuff? Is there a big difference between the Montreal comedy scene and the Vancouver comedy scene? Like we kind of talked about that a little bit, but is it really different? Because I think like in Montreal, since so many global comedians go there, I think the bar has got to be like so high compared to other parts of like the world, you know? Yeah, I think um, from my point of view, like Montreal, like gives liberation to to stand up comedians because like they're like so open to weirdness like oh that's oh. kind of weird like they're more like open to it like mm -hmm. they are like more like interested in seeing something new and different and vancouver is like a little bit more on the like conservative side i think like you know so like yeah so montreal is like definitely more like inspire you to be like fuck the comfort zone as a performer <laughs> nice uh, yeah. how did how did the whole comedy scene start in montreal because montreal if i all right i'm really bad with geography because i'm an american fool but yeah, yeah. uh montreal is in quebec and dominantly they speak french in quebec i've been to quebec several times i'm, I'm actually from like detroit so you know we go to uh windsor all the time when we're kids to uh drink and gamble so <laughs> and we go to toronto too for uh shopping and boxing day and stuff but yeah quebec everybody speaks french so why is toronto why is uh montreal like the comedy capital of canada in english do you know i don't know good question Joni, I would love to answer the question, but I, I'm afraid I don't know the answer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Nobody knows. It's a secret. It's a mystery. It's a Canadian mystery. It's like UFOs and Bigfoot up there. It's all a mystery. <laughs> I, will, I will do the research and I, have, I will have the answer for the next podcast. Okay, we're going to hold you to that. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Writing that down now. Yes. Promise. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> so when you moved to when you moved to Canada, what was your English level? If you don't mind me asking, were you conversational uh, or none at all? Um, I could have like basic conversation, mm-hmm. but like I remember I couldn't express my feelings very well in English. Yeah. I'm still learning, but yeah, <laughs> got so much better now. But yeah, vocabulary was like, yeah, very little. Mm-hmm. Did you take lessons, or did you um did did you just learn on the fly, or or like a? I know a lot of people who learn Japanese here in, in Japan. They learn from like uh, hanging out with their friends more than they learn from like going to Japanese school. How about yourself? Oh yeah, I learned a lot from like hanging out with friends and the actual like daily lives, and also like I did go to a translation school. I learned how to translate from English to Japanese, like yeah, professional level. Yeah. Yeah, I went to I went the opposite way. I went to Japanese translation school so I could learn how to translate from from English to Japanese. Yeah. Oh wow, man, that you guys are like harder. Yeah, <laughs> you nerds. Yeah. I just went to the bar. I learned Japanese. I go to the bar. I buy a drink, and then I buy shots for everybody at the bar, and then everybody just start talking to me. And then yeah, that's how I learned. So my Japanese is conversational at the bar. You put me in a hospital or any other kind of a situation, I have no idea what's going on. But if I'm like, Namabiru Mitsu, Zenzen Daijubu desu. I love it. That's all you need. Uh, in my life, that's it. So, um, my next question, speaking of language, speaking of language, mm. now, okay, what does it feel like to completely crush an audience where the audience is falling out of their chairs and there's there's tears coming out of their eyes, blood coming out of their nose, they are hysterical, they are like insane people in a madhouse laughing hysterically and stuff, and you are crushing it in a second language. How does that feel? <laughs> It's like orgasm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. All right. (laughs) Cosmic, cosmic orgasm. Wow, that is. (laughs) (laughs) And how do you? (laughs) Okay, my my next question is like, do you have any um, crazy stories like where you went on tour, where like where. Here, here in in in, um, in Japan, they do a, a, a couple runs. I know in the, in the states they have what's called treble runs, where they do like different clubs, one per night, and just go to different towns. Do you have any stories like that from um, Canada? Yeah, Canada, like in especially like uh, this July, like all the live show was like not allowed for a long time and then july finally it started again and then mm-hmm. i said yes to like every single offer like an excited little child and then there were nights like i had to do like three shows per a night and but it's like it's very like you know doable and it's like it's like 
always like second set gets like so much better than first set and then you feel tired at the third set <laughs> right on right on yeah, yeah. so are you, are you doing the same are you doing the same set each place or you, do you have oh. sets that you alternate that you do uh, this club gets a and this club gets b and this club gets c or how do, how do, how do you work that out oh good question um i usually do like um a solid like bread and butter set ish mm-hmm. like fast and then like like insert like a new joke like a little baby like in in the middle and then like second one like i do like put more new jokes to mm-hmm. the first set and then third set like um i will do whatever i want to do <laughs> right on okay yeah it's anarchy <laughs> i love it yeah Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. A Harry Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each and they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. 
Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, Got Fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right, Got Fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. If you're gonna get your fade on, you gotta get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade. Badass pomade. And let me tell you one thing it comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's pomade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your bait on in style. Papa. Tokyo and craving soul food? We've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. So, all right, when you're not doing comedy, usually what do you usually do? Like at Vancouver, there's so many cool things to do, so many cool places to hang out and stuff. I've got a lot of friends that are from Vancouver and who live in Vancouver. And it's one of the places in the world that I really, really, really need to go to.、Um, I've been all over Canada except for Vancouver. And、um, yeah, I, I need to go there because there's just so much awesome there. What do you do with the awesome? Yes.、Um, I, okay. I belong to a volleyball team. <laughs> so I play volleyball weekly. And then at the beach, it's beautiful and fun. And then also,、um, uh, I love going to cabin and, and then, you know, hot tub. Like an onsen. Like an onsen.、Yeah. I miss onsen so much.、Um, yeah, but like Vancouver, BC has like crazy, like beautiful nature, like hiking and、mm-hmm. sea walls. And yeah, yeah, it's so, so that, you know, get stoned in nature. Nice. <laughs> so, so you mentioned, you mentioned that you, you miss onsens from、yeah. Japan. Is there anything else from Japan that you miss? Can we send you something? Do you need something? Oh my gosh, I don't know if you know, but. Hoshimo? It's like dried sweet potato. Yeah, Hoshimo. 
Yes. Hoshimo. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hoshimo. My middle name's yeah. Hoshimo. <laughs> it is. It really is. It's on his driver's license. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, my parents are hippies. Love it. And I miss it. Wow, that's awesome. Jeremy, what do you miss from the States? Do you miss anything? Uh, I do miss stuff from the States. It's going to sound kind of stupid, but I miss ranch salad dressing. <laughs> the States has ranch on it, man. I miss that. You get you that. It's hard to find. No, it's uh, you can get it. It's like um, like one one little packet is like eight, nine dollars. It's it's <gasps> so expensive. It's like it's like the price of cocaine. <laughs> super, super With some ranch, man. I got some ranch. It's gonna cost you. <laughs> it, it's nine dollars a gram. Oh my god! <laughs> you started like cocaine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's wild. So. What's a typical day like for you right now? Like, I mean, is everything still locked down in uh, in Vancouver or is everything opened up a bit? Right now in Tokyo, everything's locked. <laughs> kind of. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I heard from my mom, like she lives in, my family lives in Saitama Prefecture. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, in Vancouver, it's started to open since since July. Oh, cool. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's like still like we wear masks, you know, mm. like bus and train and restaurants, but it's open. And luckily, like live comedy shows are back. And I'm so grateful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure life without comedy is no life. No life. It's true. <laughs> Yeah, no, no smile, no, no smile, no heaven. I guess I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no life, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, do you ever watch like old comedians, or is it mostly just modern comedians for you? Like, I mean, the old ones, I mean, the classics, I should say. Like, for example, Rodney Dangerfield, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, George Carlin, those guys. Um, I watched Eddie Murphy several times like iconic ones with like you know the orange leather jacket oh raw. delirious was it delirious okay no delirious is the orange yeah. one and the purple one is raw good call yes <laughs> yeah i'm the, i'm a comedy guy yeah i know i know my i know my comedy specials oh my gosh you're like walking library oh, like Dick's. walking library exactly <laughs> comedy and star yeah. wars says that about him by the way <laughs> library here he comes <laughs> nice that's like, my middle name <laughs> i love dave Chappelle. oh yeah dave's good yeah i just watched half baked last night oh that's a great one yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i like the guy in the couch he's my <laughs> Even right, he was R. <laughs> yeah, his name, his name is Stephen Wright, and he he's been a famous guy since the eighties. Man, that guy's that guy's hilarious. Oh yeah, I loved his hair. Oh yeah, he's, he's got a lot of it. <laughs> Definitely. You know when he started, he had a full head of hair. 
old stuff in the seventies. That's how you can yeah. like, gauge like how old he or how what, what year it is and stuff. Because you know, in the seventies like an afro, and then like early eighties, it kind of reclines a little bit, and then in the in the nineties, it's like all the way back like that. So you don't even have to like know which year it is and stuff. You just like watch him be like, oh, eighty four. Okay, that's a human <laughs> right here. <laughs> You get to see the evolution. That's, That's nice. Yeah. He's, got, he's got a five head instead of a forehead. <laughs> Genius. I love his comedy. He's extremely brilliant, and he's got his own unique style of comedy that we all love. Mm. Yes, yes. Monotone. You know, I used to think that he was the one of the ghosts, the subway ghost in the movie Ghost. Remember the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was the guy in the subway until I saw Arrested Development. And then when I saw Arrested Development, I was like, no, he's not the comedian guy. That's the guy from the subway. I got them like confused. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, Joni. That a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm a 90s kid. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to pop in with my next question. What's what's your um, what's going to happen for you in the future? What do you? What are you doing from from today forward? What's going on? What's going on? What kind of uh, tours are you going to do? What kind of shows are you going to have? What's what's in the future? Yes, so I have all one visa, like artist visa, that I could perform in U.S. and then the, oh. it's going to expire at the end of next year. So oh. something mm-hmm. like I want to aggressively do sets as much as possible next year mm-hmm. in US and yeah go to LA and but like my goal is to become the most skillful and the masterful stand-up comedian and awesome. yeah I want to be you know performing till the day I die like Betty White so eventually like i'm like thinking new york okay yeah so you're not going to stay just in canada you want to you want to travel all of north america Mm -hmm. yeah but i also love like going to like singapore and indonesia and malaysia it's like i love traveling world so yeah, hopefully you can do that now that that everybody's getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, in, do you have any solid plans? Like, do you know where you're going to be in Los Angeles in the next year? Are you looking at the comedy store? Are you looking at the Ice House? What, what's what's your idea? Ooh, um, I really liked. Oh, what's oh my god, that was very electric that place. Blue and yellow. A comedy store? Comedy. Comedy. Comedy store? Or the Laugh no, Factory? No, comedy store is a red sign. Is uh, it Laugh Factory is a yellow sign. Is it Laugh Factory? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, Laugh yeah. Factory. Yeah, Just I down the street. Go back. Yeah, yeah. And then the co- comedy store. Mm-hmm. And Ice House. Ice House is fantastic. I love that place. Yeah, I've heard so many great things about Ice House. Yeah. I definitely want to, yeah, be on it. Definitely check it out. It's really worth going. It's also a historical place. I think it's like the one of the, it might be the second oldest, it might be the second oldest comedy club. I think the first oldest comedy club is the Comedy Store. 
Mm. And then probably probably Ice House is a close second. But I think geographically wise, it's probably been there longer, but it wasn't a comedy store before. I mean, it wasn't a comedy club yeah. before. It's a bar. It's owned by like Bugsy Seagull or something. And supposedly it's haunted. No, that's the comedy store. That's the comedy store. Oh, okay. We're talking about that. That's what I was talking about, the comedy store. Yeah. yeah. What's the one that was owned by Mitzi? Mitzi Shore. That's the comedy store, bro. I've been there a million, million All times. All right. I love that place. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about the comedy store. All right. <laughs> and the comedy store is haunted? Yeah. yeah mostly, uh, a couple of guys back in the day got whacked over there because it was owned by gangsters. Supposedly, don't take my word for it, but I heard about it, I think on... What was it? Was it? Uh, I think it was Joe Rogan, or maybe, maybe it was Diaz's podcast. But I it heard it been Bobby. Bobby, I think it was Bobby Lee talking to uh, uh, Joey Diaz on on Joey Diaz's old podcast. Oh, really? Gotta love Bobby Lee. Yeah. I love I love Joey as well. Joey's one of my favorites, except I sneezed on him. <laughs> oh no, you can't! <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> That's so specific. You so such an asshole. I, I can't believe that happened. <laughs> <laughs> an accident. It's a beautiful accident, maybe. <laughs> it's a forever. It's a bond. <laughs> yeah. So, so I are you interested in getting back into the movies? I mean, if you're going to go to Los Angeles, that's something you might be able to do. You know. Yes. I mean. Yes, I think it's yeah. It's I'm ready to go back to acting yeah yumi i think i think you're born ready yeah i saw your performance and i was like yeah she's awesome yeah i could totally see you taking it to the next level i mean los angeles you don't even have to go to los angeles netflix they, they film movies everywhere netflix yes yes yeah they're filming a lot in vancouver as well so yeah yeah, a lot of movies are actually filmed in Vancouver, now that I think about it, because of, like, the tax breaks and stuff. Like, a lot of TV shows, movies, and even, believe it or not, documentaries are actually created in Vancouver. Like, they do a lot of the editing and all that work up there, even though they're, like, doing a documentary on something in Poland or something, which is kind of strange. Right. Oh, guys, I'm so, like, I'm, like, a little bit having block on, like, YouTube content-wise. Do you guys have like any suggestions? Wait, wait, wait. kind of a block because you're saying naughty words? (laughs) No, no, no. Oh, no. Like more like creativity block, meaning like I don't know what to upload. Oh, God, you're talking to the right guy right here. I do comedy (laughs) stuff all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I Yeah, I had the feeling. Okay. First rule is sex sells, but you don't want to do that. (laughs) <laughs> no yeah <laughs> too easy <laughs> yes first rule disregard that rule the second rule what you got to do is you got to do something and you got to make it your own you got to do something that nobody's ever done before and something that's completely you so when they see anything they're like oh that's you for example like ari shafir ari shafir is like the opposite side of like good clean happy comedy he does yeah. the dark bad stuff that a lot of people hate but some people like it's a great niche Doug there's a lot of like just drinking comedy and stuff where he's always did hanging out doing shots with his buddies and stuff it's a circus but you got to do something that's uniquely you something that's 
the Japanese perspective, but also something that's funny. So maybe maybe going around to places and stuff and comparing something to Japan and making it funny and stuff like uh, American McDonald's or I'm sorry, Canadian McDonald's and Japanese McDonald's, Canadian Taco Bell and Japanese Taco Bell. Very different. They don't have bean burritos here, believe it or not. I am pissed. But uh, yeah, there's a that you can compare and stuff, you know, and you could do like a whole YouTube thing on that, or you could just do like a day in the life kind of blog, like, all right, Hey, what's up? This is me doing this or whatever, but whatever you do, whatever you do, there's two words you can never say, never say these two words because these two words and my book are T A B O O O O O taboo. Don't say, Hey guys, every single YouTuber says, Hey guys, what's up? It's Johnny. I'm in Tokyo. <laughs> in the whole entire world. Yum, 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 yum. Hey guys, don't say hey guys. No hey guys. Okay. Stay away from that. Okay. No to hey guys. No hey guys. Please. <laughs> oh, please. If I see you say hey guys, it's going to break my heart. I'm like, I told him not to say it. <laughs> I Nobody listens. I told you. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Thank you. Hey, oh. I think food, you hit something there. Food stuff works. Like uh, if they have unique things in, in Canada, like the first time you try poutine or the first time you try caribou or, the you know, some kind of thing that the, the people around the world can't get unless they're in Canada. And it could be you have to film your reaction trying it the first time. Right. Or even driving. Driving in Canada is different than Japan. It's opposite. Right. Yeah. Getting a driver's license in Japan compared to Canada, night and day. I think probably for you, buying clothes is, is probably like you probably have the same problem my wife has. My wife is really small. And uh, when we go to the States, she has she she can't find the clothes that fit her well in the United States because she's just a tiny little woman, you know. Right. Yeah. So that that's kind of funny if you if you try to go clothes shopping and you hold up some I don't know what's normal in Canada, but you know, you hold up something that, that definitely won't fit you, but you might be able to have a nice summer home inside of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's all sorts of things you could like de- definitely uh, touch up on uh, driving food, of course, shopping, uh, supermarkets. Oh my goodness. Like the selection of food in a supermarket in Canada compared to Japan. Oh. Cereal, just cereal alone. Holy smokes. The sugar that's in cereal. Wow. Driving. Uh, let's see. Dating. What did you say? Dating? Uh, wait, did you driving? Umpa? Yeah, all that crazy stuff. Izakaya? <laughs> mm. There's a whole world out there. Right. I think also, like, um, if you, you mentioned shopping, Johnny. Another thing you're going to find out in North America, the size of, like, vegetables is different than the size of vegetables in Japan. Like if you look at an eggplant in North America, they're enormous. But if you look at an eggplant in, uh, yeah, inside a, a Japanese supermarket, they're, they're skinny. And there's, that's, that's comedy right there. You can just think of a million jokes to say about that. Melons here are square. How do they do that? I don't even know. <laughs> Wait, what is square? Watermelon. Oh, watermelon. Yes. Yes, yes. I thought I was tripping when I saw that. I was like, square watermelon? No, this isn't real. Then I picked it up and I looked at the price. I'm like, holy shit, $200? Oh my, I put it down. And it was almost like kind of like a game. It was like Tetris. So I put it down with all the other square watermelon. <laughs> so 
great pair. It's like Tetris buying watermelon in the, in Japan compared to like Canada because Canada they're like they they're like big eggs. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's Maybe it. I'll do the food food related things like yummy with Yumi. Yummy. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. Wow. I thought wasn't that the rule number one that we're not going to do. <laughs> Don't do it. Oh, do it a little bit. It's okay. <laughs> it's implied. <laughs> People will get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Let me switch the question. Okay. So we have the biggest, we have the biggest English speaking comedy podcast in Japan. We've been running since like the end of 2008, beginning of 2009, mostly 2009. We got the show off the ground, but what could we do to get bigger in Canada? Whoa! Yeah, yeah. Wow, 2009. Mm-hmm. That's a commitment. Yeah, I started it when I was like 10. Oh my gosh, I love it. Wait, mm-hmm. 11? Wait, I can't do the math. 10, 11 years? Something like that. Yeah, a long, long, long time. Well, it's 2021 now, 2011. That's 10 years plus nine. So yeah, that's like 12 years. Whoa, congratulations. Okay. Yeah, we're number one. Yay, we're so rich. We're not rich at all. <laughs> Please sign yeah. up. For Patreon. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, what can I we think? Like, you guys are doing all the like good stuff, like theme guest and. I don't know, like, um, did you, did you try with, like, video podcast, like, Joe Rogan's podcast? We're doing it right now. Yes, we do that. Are you doing it right now? Let me write this down just in case. YouTube, TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, but, but you mean, you're right. You're YouTube, right. TikTok, Instagram. Yeah, we're all over the place. <laughs> Yumi, all right. I started the podcast in 2009. We started off with video, but the, at that time, yeah, the yeah. video content was too heavy to upload. So we stopped video for a long, 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 long time. And our and our Got Fit in Japan like, uh, YouTube channel just disappeared, evaporated. And we didn't do video for like, I don't know. We did it off and on for a couple of years and stuff. But um, yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy joined the show and Jeremy's like, what the fuck are you doing? Oops, sorry for the F word, but what the fuck are you doing? Sorry for the F word. He said, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, oh my God, we got to do video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. So yeah, Jeremy is the one that brought video back to Got Faded Japan. So we're doing video nonstop now. So faders, we're on YouTube. If you're listening yeah, yeah. to the show, what the fuck are we doing? We're on fucking YouTube. I'm saying the F word a lot. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize to all the <laughs> listeners in Canada. <laughs> uh, 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 oh how about like if you like you come to canada and you do like live recording of the podcast i'd love to go to toronto oh, that's a good idea too. yeah in vancouver as right? or yeah definitely that's a place where i need to go yeah yeah mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. bring r2d2 with me why <laughs> I don't know. 
In case I get lonely, I don't. I don't know. I <laughs> met with my wife from with R two D two. She keeps me company. Uh-huh. Wait, is R two D two a guy or a girl? It's a guy, right? I don't. Maybe it's, it's yeah. gender non-specific. I guess. Yeah, gender neutral, I, maybe. She, I could look. <laughs> I could check under. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you check under the hood. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, it's definitely a guy, and it's a big yeah. guy. If you know what I mean. It's <laughs> a tripod. <laughs> uh, hilarious. Um, uh, we are almost out of time. Um, oh my goodness, Jeremy, do you have any other questions or anything? Oh, I've got a million questions like we could ask, but like you said, we want to be respectful for her time. Absolutely. And, um, I think it's a good time to wrap it up. Yumi, thank you so much for coming on Got Faded Japan today. Yes. I appreciate it. Johnny, take it away. Well, yeah. Um, I want to quote Jeremy and say, thank you so much for being on Got Faded Japan today. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful quote by the way and um yeah um we know you're super busy we know you're doing so many interesting things up there in vancouver and we hope one day that we can see you on stage in vancouver or here in japan and faders if you are alive on planet earth you got to go to any comedy show that she is performing at you got to check her out Yumi is hysterical. When I say hysterical, I actually mean it. go to her YouTube videos. Check out her YouTube videos when she's on stage. Her jokes are hilarious. They are really, really good. Fukushima, I don't want to drop any, any of your uh, jokes because I don't want to spoil it to anybody that's listening, but she is a natural-born stand-up comedian and a beautiful actress at that who's extremely talented in front of the camera. And right now, you're very talented in the camera, too. You should have your own podcast, by the way. You are very good. Uh- yeah, communicating. You're funny. You're witty. Um, we, we've had people on the show that were comedians that are kind of dry. And we're like, God, this guy's really good on stage, but in person, I don't know. But the <laughs> thing, you are the real deal. Very few people are the real deal. Tom Green, real deal. Bob Sapp, real deal. Burt Kreischer, real deal. You are standing with gods. <gasps> wow, Z. <laughs> I'm just speaking from the heart. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I. I am receiving all the love. I deserve. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Do you have like a Twitter or an Instagram or any your YouTube page? Uh, where can people go to check you out if they're stuck at home with Netflix and chill? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for asking. Yeah, I have Instagram, uh, Yumi Comedy. Twitter also same Yumi Comedy and I have a, a YouTube channel called Yumi Tube where I post uh, my stand up set so please visit my YouTube channel if you like Okay do you have any shows that are coming up within the next month Uh yes um I have um next month October 4th. Is it good enough? Good. <laughs> October 4th. Oh, yeah. Presentation House Theater. I am doing a charity show um, That's that I'm excited about. Fantastic. That's awesome. <clears throat> Yumi, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, <laughs> Creators, uh, this is a very, very special show. We hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. And um, yeah, without further ado, time to close this shop. Faders, 
Thank you so much for listening to Got Fitted Japan. If you want to support Got Fitted Japan, go down to our Patreon. Our Patreon costs you $5 and you get the keys to the city. We got so much stuff on Patreon. It is insane. And if you sign up for our Patreon, you're automatically going to be involved in our raffle. Yeah, that's right. You've got the opportunity to win, win, win big. We've got so much stuff in the raffle this week. I am putting in one of my paintings and I'm not going to show you what painting it is because it is a very, very special painting. Yumi, I'm an artist, by the way. And um, yes, we're going to put that in the box right now. We have very spicy noodles are in the box. We've got a butterfly knife bottle opener that's in the box. We've got sweets that are in the box. This box is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And you know what? I said I was going to like do this raffle at the end of September, but I changed my mind because my birthday is October 27th. Mark your calendars. We are going to do the raffle on my birthday, and it's going to be my birthday present from me to the lucky faders out there who signed up for the raffle. So sign up for the raffle. And faders, we know times are tough, and if you don't have a lot of money, that's okay. Johnny and Jeremy still loves you. Yumi loves you too. So Help us out by going on to iTunes and giving us a five-star review and writing something groovy about the show. Anything is good as long as it's groovy. And on top of that, Jeremy, what else do we have on SNS? Oh, we have got YouTube. We've got talk, TikTok. We've got Instagram. We've got everything. Every Anywhere you can post about this show, we are there. What we want you to do, Faders, is we want you to help us out by sharing the links to the show. Share our videos. Share this video. That is right. That is right. Sharing is caring. And if you come to Japan and you meet us, we're going to share a beer with you and buy you a shot. That's how we roll. Faders, thank you so much for tuning into this very special episode of Gaffer Japan. We will see you next week. Peace. 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 My own brother, a goddamn shit something vampire. Will you wait till mom finds out, buddy? I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should use me? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Suicide, it's a suicide. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.